Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. So here we are, where we began. I'll be honest, this is not how I expected to go. This damsel in distress business is really not my scene. Uh, I'm pretty much out of ideas. Even if my lockpicking skills were up to scratch, I've got no tools and no idea how these old medieval shackles work. Oh, damn it! Who is Aldrich Kemp? By Julian Simpson. Chapter 5. Collat Seattle. Clear. Jolly good. What were they watching? Porter Carly. Porter what? Porter Carly. I don't know if I'm saying it right. It's a comedy show. He's not dead, really. Huh. Are you off your game today? I don't think so. First the man in Paris, now this. Well, all right. Just because I don't blast away like a cowboy every time I walk into a room. There is such a thing as precision. But he's still alive. Right, yes. Well, I'm sure he's on his way out. Aren't you? I said, are you on your way out? Oh, come on, Jane. Honestly, it's cruel. Bullets don't grow on trees, you know. The poor chap was in pain. Yes, well, he should have thought about the consequences when he decided to become a bad. We don't know what circumstances led him here, though, do we? It doesn't do to get judgy. They certainly didn't join up for the food. Look at this. Oh, it looks like gruel. What these people feed their guards, it's actually outrageous. You're taking the lowest paid employees with the shortest life expectancy, <gasps> and then you skimp on the catering. It's really not on in this day and age. They ought to form a union or something. Clara? Clara, can you hear me? Give her a slap. Jane, what? She's perfectly all right. She just needs to snap back to it. Thank you, Jane. I think Clara's had more than enough trauma for one day. Clara. Clara, can you hear me? (sighs) Head for the light, dear. She's not dead. Are you a doctor? She just passed out. Do you have any medical training? I'm not dead. There, see? Oh, take it easy. No. Oh. Oh, have either of these two interfere with me? Charming. No one's touched you. Unless you count me fishing you out of a submerged dungeon. Oh, I hope you're not expecting me to thank you for that. Hardly. It's my fault you were there. Well, good. I'm glad you're acknowledging that. And I don't do well at being rescued. Quite right. It's demeaning. Oh, stop agreeing with me. I'm pissed off with you. Did you know about my father? Yes. And if my father was not who I thought he was, or even who he thought he was... Yes, your mother is more than she appears to. She lied to me. No, she didn't. She doesn't know. It's a long story. I'll tell you on the way. Where are we going? And what's in Vienna? Answers, apparently. There's a safety deposit box in the Leichtenberg Bank. Conrad Spiker holds his blackmail material there. 
Aldrich Kemp thinks it'll tell us who he's working with and therefore where he might have taken my father. David Hazlitt. Is Kemp with you now? No. He and the Underwood sisters have flown to Geneva. What's in Geneva? No idea. You know how he is. Well, I don't want you putting yourself in any more danger, Clara. Sir, I... That's an order. When you arrive in Vienna, you are to go to apartment 17 at 112 Burgasse, near the Burgasse Stadthalle station. Ask for Mr. Duchtenwald and tell him you are there to see him about the Friedensreich Unterwasser exhibition. He'll know what to do. Fine. Let's not be reckless now, Clara. No, sir. I'll let you know when I've met with Mr. Duchtenwald. Did he believe I was heading to Geneva? He had no reason not to. You're sure it's him? He's the only one who knows about your parents. Uh, Jane, can we lose the train sounds now? When Bartholomew was a young man, starting up the ladder of the intelligence service, he developed quite a crush on your mother. Nothing came of it, but they were friends for a while. This was during the time that she got pregnant with you, so he would have known who your father was and probably pieced the rest of the story together. And what is the rest of the story? It's important to understand that no one kept this from you. Oh, I don't care. I can take it. Well, it sounds like Spaker gave you the main points. Your father was a man named David Hazlitt. Infrasound scientist. Evil genius. No, no. Not evil. Not at all. His experiments with infrasound and its potential effects on reality were entirely academic. Hazlitt was a man who just wanted to understand how things worked. He didn't have any ulterior motive. So Aunt Lily did. Well, you know Aunt Lily. But actually, I don't think she was looking to turn it into some awful weapon either. And her people always came first. So when Abigail Dankworth got pregnant... Your mother? Dankworth? It's an old English name, nearly extinct, actually. Good. She was a promising young legal mind. Aunt Lily had taken her under her wing. Wait, wait. wait. (laughs) A promising young legal mind? She was 18 years old. Actually, she was 25 or 26. I don't even know how old my mother is. This was all thought to be for the best. Your mother and David Hazlitt were an item. She got pregnant with you, and the timing was unfortunate because by this point, Conrad Speicher, who had been working as Hazlitt's assistant, had already gone rogue and tried to steal the infrasound research. Now, Aunt Lily's people had seen him off, but she knew he'd be back, and she knew that he'd either target Hazlitt directly or come at him via your mother. So, she called them both in and offered to hide them. Permanently. By by wiping their minds with this... Kaleidoscope machine. Mm, The logic was actually pretty sound. There's no point in going after someone who no longer knows anything about what you want them for. Well, that does make a bizarre form of sense. So, then, your mother and father voluntarily underwent the kaleidoscope procedure. Their original personalities and memories were boxed up and popped into storage in the back of their minds, and new personalities were created for them. But they didn't stay together. Well, that's one of the problems with neuroscience. You give two people new personalities with the best will in the world, it's very hard to ensure that they'll still be attracted to each other. Yet they still met. They, They were friends. Yes, because there's always a little bleed through. Bits leak out, and so they found each other and became friends, and somehow your mother must have known David Hazlitt's trigger phrase. And so, the spirit of the age became the name of the boat that your supposed father captained. My mother knows nothing of this. Abigail Dankworth, to all intents and purposes, died in 1987. That's when Selina Page was born. The two know nothing of each other, despite technically inhabiting the same body. And now that David Hazlitt is out again? That's a problem. 
With what your father knows, Conrad Spaker could become very dangerous indeed. We thought we'd taken care of him a few years ago. It appears we were mistaken. If we find David Hazlitt, can we make him Uncle Dave again? No. I'm sorry. Hmm. So I've gained a father, but lost access to free fish and chips. (laughs) Swings and roundabouts. Well, we have to get him back. Yes, that's the plan. Catherine, are we ready? He's right over there. Colat Siakel, that peak on the right. He's on the mountain. No, arch-villain. He's in the mountain. Secret base. Are we getting there by helicopter? We're going some of the way by chopper, then we're going to ski. We're heli-skiing? I know. So much fun. I don't know what you want from me, Conrad. I need your help, David. I released you from your prison. Now I need you to release me from mine. I don't understand. We are going to alter reality, David. Together. We are going to alter the fabric of the world. Conrad, this is not... I would never do this. I understand that this goes against whatever beliefs you think you hold. But I need you to understand something, too. It is not a matter of if you will cooperate. It is a matter of how many people must die before you do. Willie Crack? Hazlitt. I mean, Willie Crack. Oh, Lily. Oh, Sebastian. I've tried to catch 40 winks. What is it now? Will Hazlitt crack? Of course he will. Everyone cracks eventually. Well, how long will he hold out for? Not long. He's a scientist, dear, not a tough guy. But he has just had an entire residual personality come back to the surface, so he's going to be at sixes and sevens for a little while. Now, why don't you sit down? Don't do well in confined spaces, you know that. Mrs. Boone! How much longer? Stable, so we'll have to jump out, which means we're on the go as soon as we land. Stick right behind me. We'll find the route down. And how are we getting into this secret base when we find it? No spoilers, Clara. Let's just concentrate on getting to the bottom in one piece. Ready? No. Excellent. Bombs away. Oh, crap. No, you haven't. Wait. Lakeisha. 
Last time I saw you, you were four years old. But time flies, doesn't it? How are you holding up, Dr. Hazlitt? <sighs> Not really sure. Don't tell him anything. Well, that would certainly be one option. But you would have to be prepared to lose dear little Nikisha in return, Dr. Hazlitt. It won't come to that. Oh, I'm afraid it very much will. Guard! Tripwire. Triggering an alarm. Triggering an avalanche. Dr. Hazlitt, let me ask you a question. I'm asking the questions here. The man with the gun to my head. Does he look nervous? I, I don't... How would I tell? Well, his hand feels like it's shaking slightly. Is he sweating? A little bit. This is time-wasting. If you do not believe... And how's his breathing, Dr. Hazlitt? Does it seem easy, or would you say it's quicker than it ought to be? My man will shoot Lakeisha Kemp, Dr. Hazlitt. Quicker. Yes, it's, it's quicker. Mm. Mm. It's a big moment, isn't it? Sorry, what's your name? Strong, silent type. I like those. I think I'm going to call you Brian. Is that all right, Brian? You see, Doctor, Brian is a henchman. We generally don't see past the uniform and the gun, but there's a person there. You're a person, aren't you, Brian? Brian had parents and a childhood, perhaps some siblings. And he went to school, and he had dreams, and perhaps he got married. Are you married, Brian? Do you have kids? And this job that he got, it probably seemed like a good bet. The pay's probably not bad. There might be perks, some travel. And most of the time, Brian is a glorified security guard. And he has made his peace with this, however he can. But now, probably for the first time, Brian is being asked to kill someone in cold blood. And so the question now is whether Brian is prepared to cross that line with his life partner and parents and maybe his kids looking on. All the choices that led him here, is he prepared to pull the trigger? Is he ready to become someone worse? Shoot her, Brian! His name is not really Brian, I made that up. Shoot her! He doesn't even know your name. Don't say a word, Dr. Hazlitt. Brian's a better man than this, aren't you, Brian? Shoot her! It's okay, Brian. It, it's okay. You do you. If you want to pull that trigger, do it. Pull the trigger! Oops. <laughs> has he lowered the gun? He has. Someone shoot her! Sorry, Brian. You are a better person than I am.
thing that's ever happened to me. Really? Lucky you. Oh, I've lost ski. Don't need it. We're here. See that cave? The entrance will be in there. It's an actual secret base. Do we have a plan for how to get in? Always. Go, go, go. Oh, it sounds like someone has bitten off more than they can chew. Merchant uniforms. They do. We can never get it to work. Miss Champ, you should know that my guards now have their weapons trained on your associates. Ah, oh, it's Nikisha, of course it is. You have five seconds to surrender yourself to my men and give up Dr. Haslett. <gasps> ah, here comes Mrs. <gasps> What is that, Mrs. Boone? A post. From the bed, sir. The beds are welded together. How did you... Oh, ways and means, sir. And how did you manage to sharpen the end? Would you like an escape and evasion lesson now, sir? Or would it be best if we just escaped and evaded? <laughs> There's a keypad here. Do we know the code? We do not. I'd love to know a bit more about your plan for getting in here. Mm. Because hoping for the best isn't a plan, is it? It hasn't let me down yet. We just jumped out of a helicopter on skis. Yes. There was an avalanche. It's certainly and now been a we're in day. a cave in the Ural Mountains. It feels like you're recapping. Who are you recapping? I for? am building an argument for why hoping for the best is not. Dr. Hazlitt, delightful to see you again. Again? Is that young Aldrich? Dr. Hazlitt used to build Lego with me in Aunt Lily's office. How are the others doing? Oh, they should be along any minute. Mm. And Shbaker? He's in there somewhere. Didn't think it was wise to hang around. Yes, good call. Take my phone, head out of the cave and give the Underwood sisters a call when you get a signal. What are we doing? Well, I thought we might have a brief word with Conrad Baker. <laughs> We've got them pinned down, Mrs. Spoon. How are we doing? Nearly there, ma'am. But we're almost out of bleach. Oh, Sebastian, darling, I thought you were taking care of that end of the corridor. Sorry, Aunt Lily. Gun, Mrs. Boone? I don't think so, sir. Do you? Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, that'll teach you, won't it? You won't be dancing the polka anytime soon. That's Sebastian! Sorry, Aunt Lily. Sir, why don't you come over here and fill these bottles for me? Thank you, Mrs. Boone. I'm perfectly capable. Do as you are told, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. 
Empty out those bottles there, so, and fill them with the mixture in the bucket. Be careful not to spill any. It's quite volatile. You're asking me to empty out bottles of Chateau de Chem? I did take the liberty of selecting the poorer vintages, sir. Most of those are uh, 23. Can we move this along? Right. Finding it a little pokey. Oh, I wish you could have seen the place Moses Foe designed for his reboot of the Vril Society under Antarctica. Now, that really was quite spectacular before we blew it up. Fantastic use of natural light. Uh, I think we need to be going this way. How do you know? I don't. But if I was hiding away in a secret base, I'd be as close to the center as possible. What was that? It sounds like Mrs. Boone's cooking. In here. I'm sorry, you can't be in here. We have urgent business. Might I suggest you take the opportunity to evacuate this facility? I'm not leaving my patient. We appreciate your dedication. But I'm afraid I really must insist. Everyone out! Would you have shot a nurse? Interestingly, I used to draw the line of that sort of thing, but then Sebastian and I found ourselves in Vladivostok on business a few years ago. Now, there's a bar by the doctor, which yeah, rather amusing me. Yeah, we have that. Mm. Who's the patient? Oh, Clara Page, meet Comrade Schmaker. Oh, that's him. Really? He's in a coma? Yes. Clearly, he didn't escape Mrs Boone on skate. But then how is he... Hello again, Miss Page. Hello, Conrad. How are you feeling? We brought you some chocolates. This is not over, Mr Gibb. It's very nearly over, though, isn't it? Dr. Hazlitt has escaped, your master plan's in tatters... I still have some tricks up my sleeve. Oh, they haven't told you. This hospital gown you're wearing doesn't have any sleeves. We're bringing you back to face justice. Ah, no, we didn't talk about that. I work for the British government. We don't murder our enemies. Oh, it sounds like you may have missed some meetings. You have both walked into a trap, I'm afraid. What kind of trap? I am one big dead man's switch. If you kill me or attempt to move me, this entire facility will be vaporized. That's a bit much. Oh, there you are, Aldridge. Hello, Aunt Lily. How are you bearing up? Oh, don't worry about me. I'm having the time of my life. I think I've lost the hearing in one ear. That was a very loud bang, Mrs. Boone. Yes, sir. Better safe than sorry was the thinking. Good afternoon, Miss Page. Hello again, Mrs. Boone. I expect we'll all be wanting a nice cup of tea after this. Hello, Conrad. Lily. I'm delighted you're here. Apparently we've all walked into a trap. Oh, is that right? My body is a dead man's switch, so there's no time, I'm afraid, Miss Page. I've already triggered the countdown. Oh, Conrad, how tedious. We need to get out of here. Nonsense, he's bluffing. Even in a coma, your poker face is terrible, Conrad. The infrasound algorithms in Dr. Hazlitt's head have the power to warp reality. All I wanted was to change... Yes, yes, reshape the world into some kind of dystopian... This world is If this bomb business is real, I'm not spending the last few seconds of my life listening to a bad guy. It's not real. What if it is? Stop being a baby, Sebastian. to a new dawn, a new awakening. The destruction of mankind. Mrs. Boone, what did you do? 
unplugged him, sir. And the dead man's switch? There isn't one. How do we know that? We don't. He was bluffing. Unless he wasn't. We're still alive, aren't we? So is he. He can probably survive for a few minutes without the machines. Oh, tenacious little bugger. I think we should probably skedaddle just in case, don't you? Well, that was bracing. See? I told you he was bluffing. Absolutely fine, Mum. No, just a few bumps and bruises. Well, it's par for the course of skiing, isn't it? Why don't I come down this weekend? You can take me to that stately home. We can have a spot of lunch and... <laughs> yeah. Some quiet time, yeah. Yeah. All right, then. I, I have to go. Someone's... OK, then. Bye. Bye. How is she? Blissfully unaware. I'd like to keep it that way. And you're going back to work? I have rent to pay, Aldrich. We're not all billionaires. I had rather hoped. What? Well, you're looking for your place in the world? Well, I rather thought it might be here, with us. Thanks, but, um... Not enough excitement. (laughs) Come and say your goodbyes. Let's get you home. Clara is heading off. He didn't persuade you to stay, then? Maybe one day, but I have work to get back to. Oh, boo to work. She's earning her keep, Sebastian. You should try it. You're always welcome here, darling. Thank you, Nikisha. A toast, I think. A Mrs Boone? Of course, ma'am. We're opening the 76. It's a special occasion, Sebastian. Yes, of course, but I'm sure the 93 would have sufficed. To Clara Page. Clara! Clara! To family. To family. To adventure. To adventure. And to security. Security? The Underwood sisters will get you home safe and sound, but the location of Themis House must remain secret, I'm afraid. Sorry, Clara. Yes, yeah, sorry, old girl. Oh, uh, <laughs> you've, dr- you've drugged the sweet dreams. <laughs> Um, ah, yes. Hello. Uh, Another one of these, please. I forget what it's called. And I'll take a look at the lunch menu now. I believe it's called a run for your life, Mr. Bartholomew. Good advice, I'd say, sir. In Chapter 5 of Who is Aldrich Kemp by Julian Simpson, Clara Page was Phoebe Fox, Mr. Bartholomew, Tim McInerney, Aldrich Kemp, Ferdinand Kingsley, Mrs. Boone, Nicola Walker, Sebastian Harcourt, Kyle Soller, Nikisha Kemp, Carla Crome, Aunt Lily, Susan Jameson, the Underwood sisters, Jana Carpenter, and Stephen McIntosh, Conrad Spaker. Ben Crow played Hazlitt, and Louise Brearley, Nurse. Who is Aldrich Kemp was recorded on location in Hove, London, and at the Royal Pavilion in Brighton. The music was composed by Tim Elsenberg. Sound design was by David Thomas. The director was Julian Simpson and the producer Sarah Tombling. The executive producer is Karen Rose and it is a Sweet Talk production for the BBC.
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.